On today's Locked on Thunder podcast, we're going to dive into a new episode of Stockwatch, buying and selling stock in Thunder players, NBA teams, everything you can think of. The stock market is open today on Locked on Thunder, as well as preview tonight's game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Will the Thunder get revenge for their historic loss a month ago? We'll find out tonight coming up on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into another edition of Stockwatch, buying and selling stock in SGA, Lou Dort, Darius Baisley, Josh Giddy, Jerry, Mark Dagnon, and so much more. And previewing tonight's game, Against the Memphis Grizzlies, brought to you by Price Picks. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Check out pricepicks.com and use the promo code NBA to get the app on your app store and download for free. Price Picks is the daily fantasy sports made easy, so fun. It'll make watching sports so much more enjoyable to get to run down and pick through uh, different prop bets. It's like scrolling through TikTok, honestly. It's that endless, there's endless amount of possibilities. It makes these games between teams that you might be very interested in. Very interesting. And Thunder, do not play on Christmas, and you know you're going to be huddled around the television watching these Christmas Day games. So make it more fun and pick over-unders on player points, rebounds, assists, all that fun stuff. Now, let's get into the show. And we're going to start with this edition of Stockwatch, because Stockwatch, if you're new here, is a segment where we buy and sell stock in different players and different teams and different ideas, such as for example, last year, one would have been Cade Cunningham will be the number one overall pick by ourselves. It's a very simple game, but a very fun game. And so without further ado, let's open up the stock market. Yeah, the penny stocks. I told you not to sell. You did not tell me not to sell. I said the market fluctuates, remember? Well, what are you going to do about this stock? I'm keeping it. I'm going down with the ship. Celebrate with our weekly act of debauchery. Let's get it going on the stock market now. The first stock of the day with the stock market being open is SGA as a point guard. I'm buying it. I really like what we've seen from SGA this season as a point guard. Uh, His fit with Josh Giddey, who's also a dominant ball handler, who coming into this season and this atmosphere in Oklahoma City had never played with another lead guard before, much less a dominant ball handler, much less a point guard, the stature of SGA, who could be an NBA all-star, right? It's been pretty good to see those two on the floor, especially here recently. And with SGA, his ability to now add that step back to his game, which he beat the Clippers on in that buzzer beater, extending his range from three, and then also keeping his ability to go downhill and attack the rim. Whenever SGA's in attack mode, it's unfair, especially as his roster gets more flushed out and he has more options and weapons to kick out to. He can drive at the rim, and it's a three-true outcome. Like here in baseball, only – Every outcome is good. He's either going to, A, get a bucket at the rim. B, the defense collapses on him and he kicks, his, kicks out to his teammate. 
or C, get fouled, go to the line where he's a good free throw shooter, and he racks up eight, nine free throws a game uh, whenever he's attacking downhill. So it's it's a fantastic outcome for the Thunder, especially when this roster is all put together. And so I'm buying stock in SGA being that point guard and being somebody who leads this team as he wants to. He's made it known publicly and privately. He wants to be a point guard for a long time and long-term. That's his position, and he's done a great job of it this year as he enters another year with a whole roster turnover. It's not been easy for SGA to develop. I mean, he's been put in a good organization with the Thunder, but each year his roster's changed, and each year was going to be a career up until this season. He's had a new head coach, a new you know a head coach in college he was not used to, of course, coming from high school, went and done there, went to Doc Rivers, and then went to Oklahoma City with Billy Donovan, and then Billy Donovan leaves for Chicago, and now he gets Mark. And so this is his first year where he's had the same system, the same coach, the same ideas, the same principles installed in him and his group around him, but still dealt with roster turnover, which, again, is not easy for a point guard. So all that considered, plus the leaps we've seen him make, I love SGA as a point guard. And we're not that far removed, folks. We forget that we've played three or four seasons in the span of one year. We're not that far removed from that being a legitimate question, a legitimate debate, a legitimate talking point of if SGA or can SGA be a full-time point guard. And so to see his leap he's made there, given the circumstances, gives you so much hope for the future. So I am buying stock in SGA being a point guard. I'm also buying stock in his downhill ability. I am just not sure who can beat SGA whenever he's getting downhill and attacking the rim. I'm not sure how you wall that off, how you stop that because he's so lethal and because he has so much body control. And at any given moment, he can just pass out of it and regain composure enough to kick it out to somebody at the three-point line. And so as this roster gets better, it's going to be unthinkable how good SGA can be. Now, here's an interesting one. Buy or sell Lou Dort the score, right? Is this a product of the roster not being finished? This is a product of a tanking team? Which is a product of a monumental leap from Lou Dort as an offensive player. He came into this league as a two-way player. So he now just a simply a two-way player, not a two-way contract, right? As he was his first year, two-way contract can now be just a simple two-way player like Drew Holiday-esque. And that's been the comparison we've seen here recently between him and Drew Holiday this last week that's gained a ton of steam. I think that his scoring output is legit. Uh, I think that especially this year, you, you cannot really blame it on a tanking team or on somebody has to produce on this team. This year, he's done a really good job, of, for the most part, staying inside of himself and playing his role that will be his role even if this roster was ready-made. Right, He's knocking down his open shots. He's knocking down his kickouts. He's getting better at driving at the rim and finishing at the rim as a career-high rim percentage. And defensively, he still has that high motor, which I think is one of the most impressive parts about Ludort's game is the fact that he can put up 29 points efficiently, as he did against the Clippers, while also still playing incredible defense and getting defensive rebounds and mixing it up down low defensively with his size and stature. To have that motor and ability, it's phenomenal. So I'm buying Lou Dort being a scorer. And I think that most of you will buy that, but I do want to hear uh, if you're buying or selling all these topics with SGA, uh, Lou Dort as a scorer. Or do you think that when this team adds that second go-to option next to Shea or adds all the finishing touches on this roster and we are no longer even discussing tanking on this podcast, when that day comes, do you think that, I sh- that, that Lou Dort's scoring will kind of dip off and will kind of just kind of slide to the background? Because the way he's playing right now, you put him on any roster in the NBA today, 
And now, granted, we do not want to do that. As Thunder fans, we want to keep Ludor right here, right? But you put you pick him up and carbon copy him on any roster in the NBA, he is a top-four starter and somebody who you lean on to help you go in a championship. So I think it's legit. Well, let me know in the comment section down below what you think. This is Locked on Thunder. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you. Talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including the new platform of YouTube. Now, coming up, we're going to continue stock watch. We still have a lot of topics to get to, especially the most polarizing of them all, which is Darius Baisley, but also Josh Giddy and so much more. All coming up on Locked On Thunder, the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Truebill. Folks, Truebill is incredible because it's a new app and it helps you stop and identify subscriptions that you do not want, need, or simply forgot about. Because do you want to know why that free trials renew without your consent? They just take it out of your bank account. You have no idea what happened. It's because businesses want to scam you out of money. So do not let greedy corporations pocket your money, download Truebill, and take control of your subscriptions. On average, people save $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwarranted subscriptions. So do not wait. Go today to Truebill.com because Truebill has over 2 million users. They have over 2 million users and they help them save over $100 million. I love Truebill. You know that it helps us save money. And we've all been there, right? I gave the example the other day of that Quipit app that came and gone in a flash that they had that that interesting Clippers short series documentary thing about the Donald Sterling stuff. I signed up for that and t- totally forgot about it and paid them for an extra month or two that didn't even touch the app until I luckily got Truebill to help me figure that out. Truebill has over 2 million users again and can save them over $100 million. So do not fall for subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com. No longer should you be falling for subscription scams. Whenever you go right now to Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. That is Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars per year. And so we are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Thunder a part of your daily routine, a part of everything you do. We're here for free, talking Thunder basketball five days a week. And of course, during weekend games, we have those bonus episodes as we did this past weekend, had a bonus episode uh, talking about that very fun game against the Clippers, which was a walk-off winner whenever SGA hit that buzzer beater. For your second listen, go check out Lockdown NBA. Jackson Gatlin had today's episode all about everything happening with the NBA, health and safety protocols, Kyrie coming back, uh, and everything else, including the interesting, very interesting Cleveland Cavaliers who are on a surge right now uh, that you will see around the association. But let's return to the stock market. Let's open up TD Ameritrade, whatever stock operator you use at the check. And talk about Darius Baisley. Because this is by far the most polarizing topic in all of Thunderland. It's Darius Baisley. And you all know uh, that I've been a big proponent of Darius Baisley's potential and the flashes he showed in the bubble and what all that Darius Baisley could be in this hypothetical land. But in reality, he's had back-to-back bad seasons 
where he's not re- not progressed at all offensively. Despite his defensive leaps, he still cannot remain on the floor at times. Notably, at the end of the games throughout the season, he's had moments where at the end of the games, he's just not even getting guarded offensively, and it's hurting Shea down the stretch in clutch moments. Nonetheless, though, he got benched against the Clippers Saturday. And again, we talked all about this this weekend, so go, go back to that episode, the last one on the feed. And his future in Oklahoma City is in question a bit because this is an organization that has stood by him, that has heaped praise upon him forever. He started 84 consecutive games while being bad offensively as a player. And still, you have to acknowledge how good he could be if everything pans out, right? So Ethereum is basically, are you buying or selling stock? I'm going to sell stock because my stock was already so high, right? I had already bought so much stock, but I've got to give some away. I've got to just get rid of it at this point before it gets any worse. I'm not going to sell all of it. I'm not going to sell every last share of Darius Baisley because I still believe he has unique potential as as an athletic wing uh, that can dribble, that can pass, that can be a playmaker for you, that can rebound at a high clip. I mean, he was once an elite rebounder not that long ago, just a few short months ago. Even that rebounding back, uh, playing up tempo, I think that if you put him on a team that played faster, uh, he'd be more successful. And maybe that's what the idea is because that second unit for the Thunder does play faster than the first unit. So we're going to get to test that experiment in real time, right? But you put all that stuff together. I'm still going to hold on to a little bit of, of stock in Darius Baisley, but this is it, right? If Baisley cannot get this right, if Darius Baisley cannot play better with this second group, then the Thunder will have to move on from him. They've invested, invested, invested in Darius Baisley. They've given him praise and encouragement and a a comfortable program to survive in. Again, 84 consecutive starts. Kind of feeling as though maybe they just didn't want to break his confidence even more, right? By keeping him starting 84 times. He didn't really truly deserve it. He was just out there to be out there, to be invest in a young player. And whenever you have three first-round picks and you have another offseason where this roster is going to get turned over half it, you know, half its roster is going to be turned over in, in this offseason between trades, between moves you got to make to free up roster spots, between draft picks, between all that stuff. You're going to have a whole new group of guys in Oklahoma City next year. Is Baisley going to survive or not? And that question will be answered this season and throughout the rest of this, the rest of this season. So I'm going to hold on to a small bit of shares of Darius Baisley because of that upside athleticism that he has, but I'm selling most of my dearest Baisley stock. Now, moving on to our next topic, Josh Giddy being the youngest player to record a triple level. I am buying that. He was so close Saturday, just two points off. I think that he's really getting it rolling now and that he will be able to accomplish his feet before time runs out, trying to catch Lamelo ball. But the big topic here and, and the more interesting one, I think that we'd all buy that he'll get a triple double before time runs out. But the one that I'm interested to see if there's anyone who sells it is buy or sell in the stock market. Josh Giddy will be an all-star in his career. Now, again, all-star is very tough. I mean, last year, Shea was an all-star player, but he wasn't voted into the all-star game. The team was losing. Uh, you know, it was just a weird scenario and circumstance last year. Uh, you got to factor in how good your conference is versus how bad your conference is, how much talent they have, yada, yada, yada. I'm buying Josh Giddy 
to make an all-star team eventually in his career, because I think it'll be an all-star player. Now, will he make it every single year that he's playing at an all-star level? Probably not because he, you know, he's in that weird position group where uh, do you vote for him in a guard spot? Do you vote for him in a forward spot? Uh, where do you do his position in general? And then also, again, it, a lot of it depends on, you know, national narratives about different things. Again, one thing that kept Eshia out of the All-Star game uh, last year was a career achievement award for Mike Conley. I mean, Eshia was a much better player than Mike Conley, but since Mike Conley had never gotten there before, they snubbed Eshia and put Mike Conley in as a replacement-level player. And a replacement player for the All-Star game. And with Josh Giddy, he has the stats, and he's going to get more efficient, I believe. So if you believe in his offensive jump efficiently, uh, you know, efficiency-wise, as in uh, you still believe he's going to get all the rebounds, all the assists, He's just going to score more and score more and less shots. If you believe all those things are true, then you should absolutely buy stock in Josh Giddy being an all-star and Josh Giddy being somebody uh, who puts up all-star level numbers and, and eventually just make the all-star game. I think that he has the personality for it because that does matter in the all-star kind of weird voting system that they have. I think that he has the talent for it, and I think that he'll eventually get there. Of course, not this year, not next year, but as his scoring comes around, that's kind of the only thing he's missing. So whenever I start out as a – 19 year old right you start building this player as a 19 year old all that he's missing is scoring efficiently he's a smart enough defender to where as he grows into his body he'll be able to be even better defensively he is a really good rebounder has a knack for knowing where the ball is going to be when it comes off the, comes off the rim he has a, he's a great passer you know an elite passer makes passes that only a handful of guys in the nba can make all you're missing is the scoring you have that go-to scoring move as that floater that he has and you're just going to add on to it and scoring will get easier as you get a better team around you I am buying stock all the way in Josh Giddy becoming an all-star level player and also becoming the youngest player to record a triple-double. Now, the last player on this is Jeremiah Robinson. Earl, I'm all in. I'm all in on Jerry. I, I think it's going to be a stretch five for a long time in this league that contributes to winning in a big way. Now, I would sell the notion that he's going to be the future center of the Thunder and sell the notion he's going to be a future starter in this league forever, right? I think that he's a starter by product of this roster, not by product of what's best for the team long-term, right? Uh, but right now, you might as well start him and get him experience and get him touches and get him reps and get him everything he needs to develop because right now, this season is only about developing. Whenever you start maximizing a roster – you're going to need to upgrade that center spot that he's in right now and bring him off the bench in that power forward center role. But I do believe he will play a massive part in the Thunder getting back where they want to be. And that's why you trade a couple of second round picks to move up and ensure you get your guy that can bring so much just stability, comfortability, everything, every ability, you know, right? Because I think that he provides something that, you need your second unit, a steady hand. Think about whatever guard you put in that secondary unit, whether it's Trey Mann or whatever the case is when this when this rush is finished. They're going to have a reliable pick-and-pop option, a reliable pick-and-roll option, just a reliable score with them from the word go, not to mention whatever whoever else you sign or draft or whatever. So I love Trey Mann's future with this team, this organization, and in this league. I think he's a great player to have in this league, in this modern era league moving forward. So I'm all in on JRE. And we're going to close it out stock watch with Mark's future with the team. Folks, I'm still buying it. I'm still buying every share I can get of Mark because I think that he's going to be a long-term long-term coach of this team. I think that he is not a sitting duck. 
I think that he is the guy when he's going to take all these losses for this year, next year, however long this process proceeds for. But when the dust settles, he is your head coach. You can see it. You can see in the adjustments game to game. You can see the adjustments in game. You can see in the substitutions. He is it. The plays he draws up, the timeout usage. He is going to be a really good head coach in this league. And so allow him to build this. Allow him to grow this. I think as a pure basketball coach, Mark's the best coach in Thunder history. Of course, Billy Donovan and Scotty Brooks had the advantages of having Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Carmelo and all these other great players. And PJ Calypso was awful, so it doesn't even count him. But as a pure basketball coach for getting the talent on their roster, Mark has both those guys blown out of the water in terms of Scott Brooks and Billy Donovan. So I think that he is for sure going to be the head coach of the future for the Thunder. And you should be happy that Sam Presti has put this in place. I mean, you think about the fact that this rebuild started last year and already in place, you have your head coach that you know you want long-term. You have SGA, who you know is your number one option. You have Lou Dort, who you know is a two-way player now that will lock down the best player on the other floor. You have Josh Giddy, who is a pillar of your rebuild. You knocked it out of the park pick six. Given the options that you had on the table at pick six, you could not have done better with your first ever high lottery pick in this process rebuild. You put all those four things in place already. And we're only less than a year into this. We're one off season into this. And you already have four things in your favor. With historic draft capital. So if you want to count that, that's five things in your favor. Great job to start this rebuild so far. Let's see if they can finish the job. But you are going to want to go and finish the job by cl- clicking checkout at BuiltBar.com because BuiltBar.com has Built Bars and they are great. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. Whenever you do that, you're going to get 15% off your next order and you can purchase my favorite protein bar, Built Bar Cookies and Cream Flavor because these are low-calorie, Low sugar, low net carb, low fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and it's healthy. They truly taste like candy bars. All of them have chocolate on the outside. They have cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, all that fun stuff. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel to get through the day and bust down those small doors for this last minute holiday shopping, stand in those endless lines, and anything else you need to do today, get Built Bar to help you accomplish it because the season's about peace and love. Do not forget to kind of Keep your favorite flavor on the down low because people are very passionate about these flavors and will fight to the bitter end. But I'm willing to take on anybody who wants to challenge cookies and cream as the best Built Bar flavor because it factually is. I love the cookies and cream flavor of Built Bar. If you're friends with Santa, tell them to fill a few Built Bars in those stockings. They're great stocking stuffers. Go check out today at Built.com. Use the promo code LOT15 and get 15% off of your next order. Let's say right now, but good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered with all of the prop bets, odds, lines, more of them than ever before. As football season marches on to the playoffs and the NBA season is in full swing, BetOnline remains your number one spot for sport action this year. So head over to the new and updated op- odds uh, and website on your desktop device or mobile device and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's our code locked on to get you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Our code locked on to get you that 50% 
welcome bonus and your first deposit from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage of these amazing offers available today for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Bet online where the game starts. We are back on Lockdown Thunder on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. And make sure you go check out Lockdown NBA when the show is over. But let's continue this show with our game preview for the Memphis Grizzlies. Game overview starts with John Morant being questionable. He's missed 12 straight games and might make his return tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Tyus Jones is also questionable. Uh, Sante, who I'm still not sure is real, but dominated the Thunder last time out, is out today. Brendan Clark is out today. Sam Morrell is out today. And Zaire Williams is out today for Memphis. For the Thunder, fully healthy, just missing Vit, who's in uh, Vegas right now for the uh, NBA G League Showcase. So he's out today on G League Assignment. The last time these two teams played, of course, the Thunder lost by 73 points. And the last time the Thunder played, Darius Baisley got benched and Mark shocked the world by starting Aaron Wiggins over Darius Baisley, who had previously started 84 consecutive games. And that is your first thing to watch for. What does this starting lineup look like? After practice yesterday, Mark gave us a little glimpse into what he's thinking. He says he'd be shocked if he started Aaron Wiggins, but he did mention they might start two bigs or they might start another guard. So to me, that sounds like they're either going to start Trey Mann in place of Baisley or they're going to start Derek Favors and JRE together. That's just a guess, and we'll learn more about that uh, here before tip-off, probably around 6 o'clock, 5.30, whenever it is that we meet with Mark uh, for this game. But nonetheless, other things to watch for. SGA versus John Moran. I think that if you listen to the guys questionable after the missing 12 straight games, he's likely going to play. It's always fun watching SGA go up against his peers like Donovan Mitchell, like John Moran, and like these other uh, young guards in the NBA. I want to see what any big does, but specifically JRE against Steven Adams. I think that'll be a lot of fun to see how they've developed and matured against a traditional center with a roster that doesn't really have a traditional center. And then my last thing to watch for in this game, how much energy does the Thunder have? What are they producing on the floor? Because whenever you get beat by 71 points, you better come out of this game and, and come out firing come out swinging and come out playing your best brand of basketball and giving everything you've got, leave it all out there. And the Thunder have everybody back, right? They were missing everyone. It felt like in that, in that game where they lost by 71 points, still not an excuse, but they were down SGA. Can you hustle? And everybody in the world uh, that was missing was, you know, that could have been missing was missing. That mattered for the Thunder and you've got them all back now. So go out there and hopefully win, but if nothing else, be respectable in this game and play with a ton of passion. I hope it's another thrilling game that goes down to the wire because of what happened last time out between these two teams. I've got the Thunder plus 10 as my lock of the day. I think you should be jumping on that right now, uh, but we'll see if that actually pans out. My Thunder Moneyball pick for who leads the team in three-pointers made today is Lou Dort. Coming up on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, tomorrow is the recap of the Memphis game. Wednesday, our Christmas wish list and NBA draft talk on Wednesday. Thursday, Nuggets recap Friday, Christmas Eve. We have a Suns recap for you. So make sure you subscribe for free across all platforms, including the new platform of YouTube, so you never miss an episode. They're all absolutely and totally free. And check out all of our other Locked On podcasts. We have every NBA team, NFL team, MLB team, college team. 
Go check it all out. Go check out Locked in NBA right now. Jackson Gatlin has you covered for all the biggest stories around uh, the NBA with our local experts covering them. So make sure you go check that out as well. And until tomorrow, as we recap this game against Memphis, be good and be good to one another.